You know who I can do without? I can do without the people in the video store. Which ones? All of them. This is Massive Late Fee with Mike and Mark. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Massive Late Fee. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my co-host. Mike, how you doing, Mike? Uh, not too bad. And yourself? Good. Doing good here. We've had a good week, unlike all the celebrities, because all the celebrities have died <laughs> this week. Not yet. Pretty much. The one from Glee. What was her name? I can't think of her I'm name. Not, I'm not really sure. I've never seen that show. She's the cheerleader. She's She died. Um, Isn't the entire show just like cheerleaders or something? I, I don't know. I, I don't remember. I mean, like, I never watched the show either, so they, they did... They were a Glee Club, right? And there was a guy that didn't know anything about Glee Club, and then suddenly he did. I don't know. I'm not sure. But I think she was she was one of the, the cheerleading people. And unfortunately, I guess some sort of boating accident or something? I don't know. This was no boating accident. <laughs> then Actually, Ke- it was. Then Kelly Preston died of, of breast cancer. That was a yeah, shocker. That. Yeah, that was they, they they kept that pretty secret. Yeah, and it wasn't it um someone else's like son died, some other celebrity's like youngish son. Um who maybe. I don't know. The the only other one I can remember is the guy from Mythbusters. Oh yeah, that was like just today, I think. Yeah. What happened to him? I didn't re- actually read that story. It didn't say at first, but then I saw it, but it said he was he had an aneurysm. Oh. I said he was like 54, which I didn't think he was nearly that old. That old. Yeah, yeah. 50, 49, I think, yeah. Oh, is that what it was? I believe, yes. I really liked him on the show. He was I'm not... I like and dislike Mistbusters. I have a love-hate relationship with it, but he, I, he, he was fun on the show. That's good. Not too fun anymore, but... <laughs> no, rest in peace, sir. Ooh, um, um... I'm, I'm in no way involved in that one. Um, N- Naya Riviera, that was her name. Is that the lady from uh, Glee? Yeah, that's the lady from Glee. I mean, it sucks, you know. What are you going to do, though? You should speak at her funeral. The co- yeah. <laughs> it's eloquent, right? It sucks. What are you going to do? <laughs> she was a cheerleader or something, right? <laughs> you can tell that I really... That I, I I'm really invested in it. Are you from? I think I read that she like saved her four year old son. Oh, holy! Really? Well, good for I her. Read. I mean, what a fucking hero. What was her name again? Ta- Tamara Maori. Um, oh uh, no, no. Uh, ta- uh, Hasn't America suffered enough? <laughs> Naya Riviera. N N A Y A R I V E R A. Naya. Hey, if you could either, if you could, uh, if you could only have one of the sister sisters uh, to survive, like say it was a Sophie's choice, but with uh, Tia and Tamara. Oh, Tia! Which one would you choose? Tia, absolutely, hands down. Oh, that's definitely. The... I'd, I'd have them both killed because I know they wouldn't be able to live without the other one. <laughs> it'd be it'd be cruel to have just one of them be alive. It really would. Uh, Tia and Tamara Maori. Tamara Maori left The Real. Apparently she was on some show called The Real and she's leaving. Oh. I don't know what The Real is. <laughs> yeah, is it like a, isn't there like a bunch of shows that are kind of like The View? Um, sure. Let's let's say there are. <laughs> I don't know. Isn't, isn't it like, wasn't Sarah Gilbert on one of them or was she on The View? And like, isn't like Sharon Osbourne on something? 
Uh, yeah, Sarah Gilbert. You're right. I was thinking Melissa Gilbert, but that's her her stepsister or cousin or something. I, I think it's her sister, but I I don't really know for sure. I think they have the same dad and and different moms. I believe. Maybe just spraying jizzle over time. Huh? <laughs> you know that Mr. Gilbert, whatever his name is. I didn't think when he was like climaxing, you'd hear the uh, the little house in the prairie theme. <laughs> Oh, oh my god! Yeah, he's picturing that little blonde chick. What was her name? Nellie Olson. Nellie. Yeah, there you go. Apparently, the real even born yet. Apparently, the real is an American syndicated talk show created by Sally Ann Salsano. It's I think it's black women. It's the View for black women, I believe. Huh? And Sarah Gilbert was on this. No. No, Sarah Gilbert was on The View or one of those. I don't remember which one. The Talk? Is that what it's called? I think it is. Something like that. <laughs> no, this one starred Adrian Balon. I don't know who that is. She's a singer. Uh, Tamar Braxton, another singer. Lonnie Love, a comedian. Jenny... My Genie, oh, my it just sounds bad. Yeah, it's I mean, and, and Tamara Maori, the only one hey. I, the only one I recognize. And it's gonna be a bad show, and she's the only one you recognize. <laughs> and Amanda Seals, uh, which who's also a comedian. Yeah, it's not good. I'm sure. What about that? What about that one show called Uh Huh, starring something? <laughs> yeah, Uh Huh with something. Yeah. No, starring something. That's a good one. Starring something with Chicken, what's the name? So, yeah, the biggest star, Tamara Maori, is leaving uh, The Real after six seasons. You know who they're going to replace her with, right? <laughs> Chong. <laughs> Tia Maori. <laughs> Would anyone notice? <laughs> Not if they didn't make this enough. Oh, my God. <laughs> I feel that I can tell them apart. I don't know that I could. I, I I don't know if I could tell them apart from their brother. What's their What's their brother's name? Oh, Taj. I haven't heard from him in a while. Yeah. Not that he calls me or anything. I just don't know what he's up to. <laughs> Are you turning those uh, smart guy residuals into coke? <laughs> the idea of you hearing from Taj is really funny to me. Hold on a second, I'm getting a phone call. Taj, not right now. <laughs> Oh, ask him uh, how he liked being on Kim Possible. Oh, was he on there? Apparently, yeah. I'm looking at his IMDb right now. Oh, holy shit! Here's a here's a connection. Here's a connection. Taj Maori dated Naya Riviera between 2000 and 2004 <laughs> after meeting on Aww. Smart Guy in the 1990s. Aww. Oh no! Apparently, she remained close with him and her and his sisters until her death. Maybe that's why she's leaving. Things got too real. On the real. Yeah. She's going to leave the show and join the talk. A very very special the real. God. Uh, How's your week been? Besides, you know, celebrities dying. Just hanging out, playing Nintendo. That's good. Family went up north to uh, Arcadia, Michigan. That was pretty nice. Uh, nice. We went for like a day, but you know it was it was good. Uh, baseball's back in ten days, allegedly. That's, yeah, that's exciting. That's what I hear. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> I've got a visitor in here. Somebody wants a big sandwich. 
What do you want? Come here. You got to come over to the microphone now. What what do you, what do you want? Um I just wanted a bath. You wanted what? I just needed a bath. Well, I can't give you a bath. You'll get electrocuted with all this equipment <laughs> if I try to give you a bath right now. No baths right now. Go find your mom. What's your mom doing? All right. Close my door. That was my uh, my little daughter there who apparently needs a bath. Very nice. Anyway, uh, so IMDb game. I got a great one for you, Mike. I am almost positive you've seen this movie. And it connects with the Marvel Cinematic. You know it doesn't. <laughs> But Howard the Duck. Oh, hey, that's funny. Um, I did do that one, and I guess that does technically connect to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He's in. He's in those MCU movies somewhere. Okay. All right. So, sex and nudity for this film. Occasional sexual banter between teens. Talk of being horny or having a chub. Hmm. I don't know if I've seen this one. Um, mm, Ten Things I Hate About You. No. Uh, I've seen that one a lot. Have you? Maybe I'll yeah, do that one one day. I'd guess I'm like two. Uh, a woman suggests sexual dialogue as she flirts with her boyfriend and begs to be dry fucked. <laughs> hmm, obviously, it's a fantasy movie where a woman's initiating. <laughs> Is it Dry Fuck the Musical? Oh, that's close. Uh, let's see. A man says that he got peanut butter on his penis. No nudity or genitalia is shown. So he got penis on his penis? Yeah, peanut butter on his penis. Oh, I think I'm guessing. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think this is a... Is it that college? Is it a road trip with Tom Green? No. Here. I did it because it's your dog. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, we got it. Here's uh, the profanity. 23 uses of fuck. Other words such as shit, hell, and damn. Not used too often. That's fair. <laughs> Parenthood. No. DJ Qualls, gay or dead? Oh, that's a good question. Well, he was on Breaking Bad fairly recently. I guess gay? Breaking Bad was off the air like 10 years ago, Mark. I still think he's gay. Big time. <laughs> Good for him. Uh, let's yeah. see. Drugs, alcohol, and smoking. There's a lot of ladies' hearts breaking over that one. <laughs> you alfalfa fetishizers are uh, really disappointed now. Exactly. People that are sexually attracted to scarecrows. <laughs> 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 teens can be seen smoking marijuana. Talk of teens planning to smoke marijuana also present. Did they then talk about how they previously had just smoked some marijuana? <laughs> right. Some marijuana talk in here. Uh, Encyclopedia Brown. <laughs> Which case, though? <laughs> the case of the Civil War sword is correct. The case of the Confederate Monument? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm going to investigate this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speedy. 
concrete dust all in his hands. <laughs> Could you imagine? Encyclopedia Brown. Shut the fuck up, Sally. I see the dust. 25 cents a day. Uh, to, to, yeah. Trump, Trump's, <laughs> Trump's deputized. No, ra- no racially. <laughs> well, you have to write this one, Omar. <laughs> And then his sign now says no racially charged investigations. Yep. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Well, hey, did you hear that uh, Gary Larson's Far Side? Uh, he released a few new comics this week. No, I didn't. What's what? What's it about? About how how much of a genius just, Trump is? No, he, it's just three different. That's uh, Douglas. What's his name? Oh yeah, that, uh, Dilbert, get, Doug Adams, Scott Adams, Scott Adams. That's right. You know, Dilbert, the funniest fucking comic you've ever seen. <laughs> you know, you know how a, normally a person's tie goes straight down. This is a skew. Uh, it's part of the Fido Dino universe. <laughs> uh, no, what did so? What did what? Rest in peace, Fido Dino. What was Gary Larson's uh, thing? What, what no, far it side? Just, it, it, it was just three, just no politics, just three new far side panels. Oh, that's cool. I'll check it out. A cow looking at a... It'll take two seconds. A cow looking at the moon, thinking, if only I had a spoon or something. Thinking, I should have invested my 401k. (laughs) (laughs) 9-11. I should have investigated (laughs) 9-11. A clown with a tear down its... rolling down its cheek, and it just says AIDS. Aww. Oh, okay. Um, a man. Was, uh, I can't say that one. Okay, go ahead, please. Continue. A man mentions buying peyote from a friend, and then teens mention their friend is bringing uh, alakazam, which they refer to smoking weed. Necessary roughness. <laughs> It sounds like it has a Sinbad vibe to it. <laughs> no. Okay, I'm going to go to Violence and Gore because this is where the, the bulk of ones that you might actually get it uh, from are going to be in. A man is strangled to death with a chain. A woman is viciously strangled until her neck snaps. Is this 8mm? No. A teenage boy is impaled on a fence through his chin. Uh, I don't know. A woman is bludgeoned to death with a hammer off screen, but body scene. No. Uh, let's see. A man has his jaw dislocated and teeth ripped out off screen. Hmm. This so not is, is this uh hmm. No, I, I don't know. Uh <laughs> There's so okay, so this won't be as funny to the people at home, but there's literally like fifty things in violence and gore, and then the third to last thing says some violent parts but isn't too violent. <laughs> <laughs> um let's see. Uh, a man's severed head is carved out to make a jack o' lantern. The kill is off screen, but the body is discovered very brief. Is this um is this trick or treat? No, you're getting closer though. Uh, I hope so. Let's see. 
A teen- I mean, if it's not a fucking Halloween theme movie, what the, what's this crazy person doing with a jack o' lantern in August? A teenage girl opens a closet and is then stabbed numerous times with a kitchen knife. She attempts to run and crawl away, only to be dragged back into a bedroom and stabbed again. Her body is then propped up underneath a white sheet, cut l- like a ghost costume. Is this one of the Halloween movies? It is. I I am not familiar with them at all. I, I don't think I've seen a single one all the way through, except for that piece of shit we reviewed. Oh, uh, that's the one piece of shit that we reviewed. Oh, is it really? Yes. I, that's that's how much I remember that. Yep, Halloween the remake, twenty eighteen. That's the correct answer. And we sucked. I didn't like it that much. Although I thought that Jamie Lee Curtis was very good in it. Yeah, she was. I mean, but I mean, the rest of the movie wasn't good. Oh, yeah. That that took took a minute, but I think that's the longest I've stumped you for a while. But I knew you'd seen that movie. I don't have one this week. I didn't feel like it. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> oh, uh, another topic in the news I completely forgot about is uh, the uh, Washington Red Wings uh, Redskins yep. controversy continues. Those two. The yeah, they so they are going to change their name. Did they say what they're going to change it to yet? Uh no, not yet. What's funny is when I was reading about this a little bit earlier today or maybe yesterday, I came across what might be the funniest thing I've ever heard of in my entire life. Yeah. Uh, Reds, there was like during one point, and since he's just like basically has done a shit job of uh, running the franchise, uh, Dan Snyder was once uh, depicted as having like devilish horns. Mm-hmm. And he was upset because he felt that was anti-Semitic. Okay. God, God forbid someone use a uh, racially insensitive uh, word around Dan Snyder. Right. <laughs> Not that that even wasn't was the intent. I'm sure. Oh my god, anti-Semitic. As so, and I, I don't, I don't even know where to go from there. I'll tell you what, though, I want to see Killer Raccoons too. What? Are you familiar with Killer Raccoons? No. Well, they're coming out with Killer Raccoons too. Dark Christmas in the dark. That's the subtitle. Are you on Peyote? <laughs> no, it's a real movie. Killer Raccoons, Dark Christmas in the Dark. Did you make this movie yourself? No, it's coming out July 31st, because what better time for a Christmas-themed horror movie to come out than the end of July? Right. Only there was a month that was a sweet spot between the two. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to find Killer Raccoons 1, but I can't. I still feel this is something that you made yourself. Look it up on IMDb, everybody. The cover is a train, for some reason, and then a raccoon with a sniper rifle <laughs> held up to his eye. All the animals that terrify me, uh, raccoons are very low on the list. Yeah. <laughs> what, where, what was Killer Raccoons 1? That's what I want to know. I don't know. Oh, no. Was there one? <laughs> well, when I look it up, 
the first thing that comes up is a movie called Coons with an exclamation point. And then it says, Night of the Bandits of the Night. So it sounds like it's the same thing. Uh, it's a 2005 musical comedy horror satire film written and directed by Travis Irvine with a budget of $5,000. Jeez. <laughs> uh, the independent film is the first feature film <clears throat> commercial release from Ohio University <laughs> Communications Undergraduate Students. That explains a lot. <laughs> Apparently it's a cult classic now. Which I suppose is why they're... Which means it's not very good. Right. Which is why they're making another one. It's 82 minutes long. They couldn't even get it to an hour and a half. Mark, is this a paid advertisement from these people or something? Yeah, they're paying me. (laughs) They're paying us $5,000. That's where their budget went. (laughs) It was distributed by Troma. Oh, okay. Let's do something with that, you freak. (laughs) Here's the plot. Everyone knows someone who's had a run-in with an angry raccoon. <laughs> Some people even believe that raccoons are smarter than people. Is this is this racial satire? I mean, the, the thing's called coons, and I, th- this this is really giving me like dirty vibes. <laughs> Well, at least you gave him a free ad for like thirty minutes. Outside the small rural town of Independence, college buddies Ty Smallwood. Does he have a tiny penis? So you're saying they're they're coming to attack independence? <laughs> right. And yeah, exactly. And Zach join a small group of college students visiting the wreck. There are a lot of people looking left to right to make sure that they're uh, amongst their own uh, types <laughs> before telling jokes. In the movie. <laughs> they're visiting the Raccoon Creek campground to have what they hope will be the best summer break of their lives. Their hopes are dashed when they have... Ru- creek? <laughs> yeah. Hey, you want to go to Cancun or Raccoon Creek? <laughs> well, you don't need to say rack and I'm already there. This is going to be the best summer break of our lives. Their hopes are dashed when they have run-ins with frat guys, rednecks, hippies, Bible students, and an inept set of camp counselors. things go from bad to worse when they discover that maniacal raccoons have targeted the camp with the intention to wreak havoc on all humanity when one camper is murdered the rest seek revenge and retaliation Uh, how many villains do they need in a movie frat guys rednecks hippies bible students in an episode of camp counselors and by the way of raccoons that are there are sentient. It's, it's really a matter of uh, quality over quantity. Oh my god! Uh, so one character's name is Ranger Danger. <laughs> Son of a bitch. For me, sometimes there's there's a character whose name okay so Alexander Rockhoover as Al Jazeera. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. Sounds sounds fantastic. 2005, so it took 15 years, but it looks like they made a sequel. I assume that's... Now that it's fine to make a politically incorrect uh, vehicle, they yeah. struck at the opportune moment. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Good for you guys. Oh, my God. 
So congratulations on existing for like 40 years and never making one good movie trauma. <laughs> uh, what is the best thing that trauma's ever done? I think they uh, produced uh, an early uh, Matt Stone and Trey Parker movie, Cannibal, the musical. Oh yeah, pro- yeah, I think so. I think that's correct. But besides that, oh man. So, speaking of good things based on comic properties, we continue. We're doing. We continue to watch The Watchmen. This week, Mike. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> is that a Seinfeld reference? Yes. I, yes. Uh, okay. Uh, this episode is called. What is it called? If you don't like my story, write another one. The one with the uh, trillionaire. Yes, yes, yes. The one with the trillionaire. It's uh the so- one with the uh underwater clones. <laughs> yeah. Fucked up, man. Like I, that well, was talking so- about that. And he was throwing them back. <laughs> Did he keep getting so I'm guessing he kept getting guys or he kept getting girls, one of the two, cuz he guess, was yeah. he, he was looking for one of each. Yeah, so this this episode starts out with um starts out pretty uh, crazily actually. There's a couple they're uh, doing a puzzle at their right. house. Yeah. All of a sudden there's a knock at the door. It's a Lady True. We've heard of her before. There's a tower being constructed. We know it's uh, Lady True's tower. Uh she shows up with an egg timer or not an egg, an hourglass. Hourglass, yeah. And she goes uh if I, you have three minutes to sell me your property and the 40 acres, you know, it lands on, mm-hmm. like, are you insane? Um, she, she, she realizes through like, you know, a series of uh, business dealings that they are an infertile couple. They've wanted to have children. They tried, but they just couldn't find a way to do it. Uh, she tells them that she actually, uh, about, what was it like 10 months ago or a little more than that? She actually just went ahead and made a baby for them out of their own DNA. That's her own exact DNA. Yep. So yeah, I understand your farm. You've been here for years, but, um, it's really and the only thing that really matters is your legacy. Your legacy is through your blood, not through your farm. And in fact, I'll give you five million dollars as well. I think it was what it was, or yep, some other. That's correct. Some, you know, to go ahead and raise raise this child, you know, in the luxury he deserves. You don't have to work, you know. So they're like, you know, they, they don't believe it at first. And as someone pointed out in one of the things I read to refresh my memory, this is like a perfect Twilight Zone episode. Yes, yes, it is. And actually, you need a little bit more time, like maybe like half an hour or so, to make the decision. But yeah, it's. Uh, so, yeah, they finally, you know, convince each other to take the deal. They sign it, and then all of a sudden something crashes, like, right in the back, like, seconds after, you know, her time window had expired. Yeah, like a meteor or something like that. And, a lot of, you know, and again, uh, this is another reference to uh, Superman. You know, I think their family name is even the Clarks. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, you know, Clark. Yeah, they're, like, you know, some uh, farm out in, um, where the hell it is, Oklahoma? Tulsa, yes. yeah. Yeah, not Kansas, but to- but Oklahoma. Probably similar geographically, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, pretty similar. I've never been there, but they're the same. I've been to both places. They're they're pretty close. Oh. Did you get a lot of bragging rights for that, huh? <laughs> Yeah, anytime I go to a bar, I drink for free because I've been to Oklahoma. <laughs> Excuse me, as someone who's been to Kansas, <laughs> I think I have an opinion on this, man. That's a little more informed than your own. Ooh, the song was called Dust in the Wind. Thank you. <laughs> He's been to Kansas. <laughs> Be quiet. He's been to Oklahoma. <laughs> I'm sure they're fine. Yeah. Yeah, they're okay. A lot of earthquakes in Oklahoma so, now. Yeah. 
Thanks a lot, Obama. Obama Gate. <laughs> right. Look it up. Hashtag. Yep. You know what he did. <laughs> I don't know what he did, but someone does. Yep. <laughs> no one will say what he did, but but it's out there. It involved a gate. Exactly. <laughs> and Obama. Those are the things I know about it. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, so they so they say what what is that? And she goes, "It's mine," because <laughs> she owns that farm now, which implies sure. that she knew that was going to happen. Obviously, sure. No, it was just a good guess. <laughs> so then we go to we go to Angela, Angela. next. Yeah, Angela. Yeah, where she sneaks into the. Uh... What is it? A cultural, cultural center? center, yeah, yeah. Because they, she got, a, she gets a call that says she has a new, a new like branch on her family tree or whatever. It's it's yeah, a- the, phone, the phone call said, "Hello, real cops." <laughs> it's it's basically ancestry dot com in a building, and a, a very aggressive ancestry dot com. Yeah. So she comes down there first. She calls the station. She's like, "Hey." Have you got any alarms at the cultural center? And they're like, no. And she goes, well, there's a window broken here. And she's looking at the intact window. And she's like, I'm going to check it out. If any alarms trip, it's just me. And then she you breaks. Know, a very clever, clever way of using the DNA because she could have ran it through the system. But she's, mm-hmm. you know, she's sister died. She doesn't need your rules. She'll just, you know, go around them and get to justice one way or another. Absolutely. So then she she goes in there, she, she you know, she talks to the computer thing, says who she is. They give her an acorn so she can look at her plant plant it and look at her family tree. It's I guess it's kind of sweet. It's a little weird. Way too but, involved. Yeah, I don't know that I'd ever do it, but but I'd she like send me an email. <laughs> she finds out who her her great grandparents are, who are the people that we saw in the very first episode, obviously. And she sees her great grandmother, but not her great, or I mean, her grand, her grandmother, but not her grandfather. They say Will at one point, but then they say that he's he's not like confirmed in the system, but he matches uh, with a ninety something percent certainty. Yeah. yeah. So then she she sees them. She sees him as a baby, and she's basically basically her. Her thought process is stay away from me. Like, you know, yeah. I, I, I don't want to have anything to do with this anymore. Dave and Lori talks to her a little bit. She says, oh, you know, he used to be a cop in the 40s. You know, mm-hmm. when she got the fingerprints off. Yep. Yeah, he gets basically like kind of vanished into, uh, you know, off the system, off the grid, as they say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she comes out because she hears a noise. She comes out and there's, um, what's her name? I can't think Lori. of Lori. Yeah, Lori. Uh, in front of the the car that's that ended the last episode, right? And now she's kind of on the case, talking about, you know, we're gonna figure this uh, this whole car thing out. Uh, they it leads them to, uh, what's her name, um, Lady True's, uh, thing, and she's got a daughter now as well. Yep. Doesn't doesn't no explanation so far about where the daughter came from. I assume that like at the beginning of the movie that she just created it that it's from if she's not a clone then it's from her dna and somebody else's some donor or something like that would be my guess well if it's a clone it would just be her dna right yeah that's what i'm saying like either it's a clone or it's an actual daughter that she you know just randomly 
pick somebody to, you know, like it's all yeah. all artificial is my guess. That's sure, the implication. Yeah, they go to True Industries. They go to True Industries, as you said, and there's like a whole like full of rich, you know, plants from Vietnam. Mm-hmm. She tells us that her mother made her promise she would never leave it. So that's like the loophole. Yeah, she just brings it with her. There's a funny little exchange where like, um, you know, they're speaking because, you know, Angela is from Vietnam. Mm-hmm. And Lady True is also from Vietnam, so they speak to each other in Vietnamese. Yep. And they're like, oh, I, I remember there's an expression about this. And then like, she says, your grandfather wants to know if you got the pills. And then Angela goes, tell the old fucker he could ask me himself. Right. And then Lady True's like, oh, that's quite beautiful. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. But she gives she gives them a list of everyone that, that is capable of flying the the machines that they have there. Because they assume that one of those machines had to be used. Sure. And then I'm trying to think what else happened in the episode. There's some there's some fun exchanges between uh, Angela and Looking Glass. Yeah. Yeah, she goes to him with the pills and says that she because wants... Because his, his ex is a doctor, I think is what she said. Or he works, she works at like a hospital. She's got a laboratory. So she... Yeah. And she knows she can kind of twist his arm a bit to get him to have her look into the pills, which, you know, looking glass, you know, he's, he's, he's like a soldier, you know, he'll, he'll go with what he thinks will do best for, you know, the investigation. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. He doesn't, he I only gets, I think this one scene, but as always, he's very good. Yeah. I really like the actor in this and, uh, you know, just, um, the way they play off each other is great. It's very, uh, detective noirish, like the, uh, the comic was in a lot of places, mm-hmm. which is kind of interesting because it feels like he's something that they neglect, but you know, they definitely touch upon it. Cause a lot of that was Rorschach in the, um, in the comics. He was like the gumshoe kind of character. Yeah. Yeah. So then, uh, she, she finds out, Angela finds out that, uh, Lori talked to her husband and she goes home and talks to him and she's basically she's saying hey I'm mad when were you going to tell me that she talked to you and what did you say to her and then he he goes and says all the stuff that actually happened which you know I, I get that he's teasing her but it also informs us the audience in a kind of clever way that she's been totally straight with him that he knows pretty much everything she knows and um and then she's like, you didn't actually say that. And he's like, no, I didn't. I lied. You know, and she's like, I know you hate to lie. And um, so we kind of get that, uh, you know, that information there. She's he thinks that she's trying to help her and that she's not a threat. And Angela's, you know, she's not convinced. She's she's wary of all this stuff that's going on. She really doesn't know exactly what all this stuff means. So she's she wants to figure this out before she lets anyone else in on it then um i'm trying to think what the other i know the how it ends trying to think there's another another like plot point in the middle i don't oh well with with adrian Vite, we already kind of talked about it where he's we we find out that he's Fishing for new clones, he puts these babies, uh, almost like fetuses, really, in because they're not—they're not even—they don't even look completely formed uh, into this machine, and it accelerates their their age, and then they become adults, and they become a, a Mister Phillips and a, a Mrs. Crookshanks, and he says, you know, we've got some work to do. He goes into his dining room where he has murdered all the other clones 
that he has, and they hook them up to this catapult machine and catapult them into the sky. We get a little more information, basically, that he's been here for four years. Uh, he views it as a prison now, even though he, he thought of it as a paradise at first. And he's trying to escape. I'm not sure exactly if he's looking for, maybe he's looking for some kind of hole or some kind of like crack in the defenses or something like that, I guess. I'm not sure exactly what he's looking for uh, as he fires these bodies, <laughs> this catapult into the sky, but he, he's looking for something. So we get a little bit more about what's going on with, with Vite. You can agree more. <laughs> then we uh, we finish it off by uh, Lady True's... We're in Lady True's place. Her daughter wakes up. She's hooked up to this IV that says True on it. So I'm not sure exactly what that's all about. If that's... Maybe she is a clone and that's some sort of like nutrient that she needs or whatever at night. Clone juice. Right. <laughs> That's a good idea. Keep the uh, clones addicted to a certain substance, like the uh, Velociraptors in Jurassic Park book. Exactly. Fresh, clean clone juice. Then she... This is a cure for cancer. <laughs> then she, she walks Medicine in. Man. She walks in and she says that she had a dream about people coming to, their, to her village, burning it down, forcing them to march. Her feet still hurt. And she says to her mother says, that's good. And then she says, will you walk me to bed? And she says, no. And she's like, okay. And she leaves after saying goodnight to Mr. Reeves. Cause Will, Will is there and he can, he can walk. He, he stands up. They have a conversation basically where she, where lady true is saying she's wary that he's going to back out or get cold feet because Angela is related to him. And he says, look, three days time, she's going to understand everything that I've been doing and she's going to hate my guts and I'm in. I, I'm fully committed. I, I'm not I'm not going to get cold feet. I'm totally into whatever the fuck they're doing. <laughs> and then he says, tick tock like the cavalry did. And then uh, the episode ends. Yep. Again, we have time in here. Mm hmm. Um, perspective is important. Uh, like, you know, for example, you didn't even realize Will Reeves is there at first. Yeah. Yes. Very, very uh, good camera camera angles and very nice reveal. Yeah, Louis Gossett Jr. is really good in this. Uh, every, as we said this earlier today, it's almost unfair to review this show because just everybody's so good at it. I mean, what, do, what, are, what, are we, what are we adding to this? We're just saying, hey, this is really good. Right. I mean, it's just, just watch the show. It's, it's amazing. It is difficult to review it because there's only so many ways you can say that everyone is excellent in it. Right, like I mean, so far, I mean, at least uh, I, I've watched I've watched this, the only season. Hopefully, the only season they'll do twice, and it's mm -hmm. I, there's no flaws. I I thought I caught one, but then I realized later that I, I that they explained that, and there's there's no flaws that I can see. Yeah, just another excellent episode for sure. Uh, check it and out, they, and they get better if you can believe that. Well, I'm definitely I like I said I I'm pretty hooked on it, and I can't wait to watch the next episode. I usually watch it a few days early before I before I need to because I just can't wait to to watch another one. Yep. But yeah, so that is pretty much it. Uh, I think that's our, our episode for today. Mike, you got uh you got anything you want to tell the people before we leave? Uh no, but uh when you uh when you put this out there, can you play the Martin theme over the outro? 
<laughs> no problem. Thank you. All right. Well, we will see you next week. Bye. Martin.